listening to Radio Three this Saturday morning. Now Sally Ho presents Part Five of Small Steps, Big Impact. Welcome back to Small Steps, Big Impact. I'm Sally Ho, and I've been taking you with me on a radio journey to discover all the little lifestyle changes we can make to lower our carbon footprint. These easy swaps, like dining out sustainably and swapping out beef, are swaps that I do myself too, in order to tread a little lighter on our planet, preserve nature, and even have some fun along the way. Last week, we talked about BYOB and learned all about the reusable cup campaign now available in many cafes and coffee chains across Hong Kong. Today, we're going one step further. We're going to extend the BYOB mantra to other products wrapped in plastic, and we'll be shopping packaging free. You might be thinking, "Hold on, how can I shop without any packaging at all?" Most items we buy come in layers upon layers of plastic packaging. I'm at a regular supermarket, and basically everything is pre-packaged already, from pasta and rice to bread in those plastic bags, and all those snacks, of course, which are often in aluminium foil. I've got a box of cereal in my hand at the moment, and it's got a layer of plastic inside a paper cardboard box. I'm now heading over to the household cleaning products section, and when I scan the entire aisle, everything comes in a plastic bottle or bag. Some of them with an extra plastic film on top of the product too. So, to find out exactly how we can all go packaging free when we shop, I'll be heading over to meet Rebecca Bradley, who is the business director at Slowwood, a zero-waste store in Hong Kong. I'm hoping that Rebecca will be able to tell me more about how zero waste shopping works, and how much of an impact it can make to the environment. Hi, Rebecca. Could you introduce yourself? Tell me a bit about Slowwood and maybe your story as well. Sure. Hi. Um, so I'm Rebecca. I'm the business development director here at Slowwood. Um, Slowwood, if you don't know, is a zero waste and sustainable lifestyle and grocery store. So a bit of a mouthful. I think you can get the under get an get an understanding of the breadth of products that we have here at Slowwood. So everything from food to lifestyle, homeware, cleaning products. Um, there really are alternatives for everyday conventional items across across a very broad range. Um, so we have four Slowwood stores in Hong Kong. We also have an online store, uh, and then we also have a uh, distribution company. So our goal here is to make our products, our sustainable alternatives, more accessible. So having them in other locations makes them easier to buy. When was it founded, and what was the reason why it was created? Sure. So, Slowwood was founded in 2018, 
our first store was in Kennedy Town. Um, actually, prior to this, the founders had a smaller store in, um, called Primary, which was in um, Taipo. And so Slowood was the first, Slowood was the, the next and the, the biggest step um, on into uh, sustainable retailing. So Slowood was very much founded to make, make these products more accessible and to have them all available in one place. So rather than running all around the city to find sustainable alternatives, um, you know, it's, it's making them a lot, a lot easier to buy. The founders' ethos is um, very much around creating a, a better future, creating um, accessibility to products that are better for our bodies and better for the earth and better for future generations as well. We're here at your store in Central Market. Is this your flagship store? Yes, yeah, so this is our flagship store. It's our biggest store in Hong Kong. Uh, we have another store in Kennedy Town, which was our, our first store. Uh, we have another in Sha Tin, and we have a smaller, what we call Slowwood Market, in Yunlong, in Yoho Mall. So should we take a bit of a tour? Can you take me around, show me how it works? How would one come here and get their groceries or home, home items packaging free? Yeah, let's go for a walk. So we walk into the front of the store here and we're in our bulk food section. So we can see lots of big tubs full of uh, different types of products. So we can see dried fruit in front of us, um, chocolate and candy over here on the left. Um, and we have things like grains, nuts, seeds, pasta, um, lot, lots of different products. I think, what, what, which one do you think would be the most popular? Maybe, I think the sweets or the dried fruit. Yeah, so I, the dried fruit, I think I personally love the dried fruit. The dried mango is the best to die for. To die for. Um, but the most popular is actually candy and chocolate. Wow, <laughs> so you can get candy without any packaging. How, how would we do that? Do we grab a paper bag? Can people bring their own containers maybe? Yeah, you can do either. So, of course, ideally you have your own bag or your own jar with you, which you can refill. If you don't, you can use one of our paper bags. So, we have uh, four different sizes of paper bags which you can refill. If you can reuse this paper bag later, that's even better. Um, but of course this paper bag is a lot more sustainable than the plastic packaging which you would traditionally buy these sorts of products in. So um, you would open, open the container and use the scoop or the tongs to uh, fill, fill your bag. Then you will weigh your bag or weigh your jar um, deduct the, the weight of the bag, don't worry, you don't have to pay for that and you don't have to pay for your own jar. Um, so you, essentially you'll only pay for the, the amount of product that you, have, that you have put in your bag or in your jar. So um, it can be a lot cheaper, you're only buying exactly what you need. It's better for food waste, you're not buying more than you need. Um, and it's a, lot, it's a lot better value. So typically um, these products are 30% less. 30% cheaper than their um, than their packaged alternative. Wow. Yeah. So so if people bring their own jars, would they weigh it first? Yeah. So yes, that would be best if you weigh it first. You so know they the can weight. deduct the the amount of the amount it weighs. Yes. From the total amount once exactly. they fill their jars up. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're bringing your own jar, own jar, weigh it first. Worst case, you can. Pour pour it out into a bag and then weigh the jar and put it back but yeah a pro would weigh the jar first. <laughs>
Got it. And aside from food, I can see over here you've also got cleaning items, you've got shampoo, you've got soap. You can buy all sorts of things packaging free here, can't you? Yeah, exactly. So you've, we've just been by our bulk food and now we're by our bulk liquids. So not liquids you can drink. These are all um, personal care and household cleaning liquids. So we have shampoo, conditioner, hand wash, body wash, and then we have cleaning items like uh, floor cleaner, household cleaning sprays, and, and such. So um, similar to bulk food, you can bring in your own bottle and refill, which is the, the ideal, ideal way to shop. Um, or if you're new to your refill journey, you can uh, purchase a bottle here. So you can see we have a wide range of bottles as well. Um, there are the classic clear plastic bottles. They are PCR. PCR is um, post-consumer, so they're made from recycled plastic. They're made to be very durable and they're made to be reused. Um, and then we also have the glass bottles. Um, so it depends on your aesthetic, depends on what you want at home And as it, well. it, it doesn't matter if you don't want to buy a, a bottle here, you can bring your own as well. And that's actually encouraged. 100% it's encouraged. Um, some people will even bring in just like they might have a two litre tub at home and they might bring that in themselves, fill that and kind of keep that under the sink and then refill their own bottles at home. So there's lots of ways, ways to do it. For many people, switching to packaging free might feel really overwhelming. This style of shopping is not something they're used to. Do you have any advice to make this zero waste transition a bit easier? Definitely. I think Slowwood has been built to be very approachable and it's something we always consider when we're launching new products or when we're encouraging people to go zero waste or to take sustainable steps and we always say take it slow. Um, our, our slogan or our motto at Slowwood is tiny steps can make a great impact if we take them together. So just take a breath, take a step back, try not to be overwhelmed by all of the things you can possibly do to make a difference because, I mean, look around, there are a lot, but it's not realistic to change your lifestyle or change all of your habits overnight. So just choose one and start with that, make it a habit, and then choose another. Um, some of them are easier to do, so maybe switching to a bamboo toothbrush is an easy habit to change. They're also available in other stores, not just Slowwood. Um, they might even be available at the supermarket you usually go to. Um, if you're starting to refill, come in and just try it. As mentioned, you can bring in your own bottle or, or buy one here. Um, we've made it really easy and uh, at Slowwood to refill as well. And you can start off with a tiny container or a tiny jar. You don't have to buy two litres first. You can start off with that, see if you like it. And then if you do, you can kind of size up. Definitely. I think a lot of us are tra a lot more of us are travelling or we're travelling more than we have in the past few mm. years. So even considering that is a, is a great way to start, just getting your travel size bottle perhaps and starting small, I mean, that's really handy to yeah. take overseas. Yeah. Uh, could be a good place to start. People might not fully understand why this is important, aside from it being a little inconvenient. They might think <laughs> that, okay, why do I even have to do this? What difference does it make? I don't think people think about plastic packaging's impact on the environment in carbon, in terms of carbon emissions. I think 
we think about the waste, we think about landfills, but it also generates a lot of carbon emissions. Could you tell us a bit more about plastic packaging and its carbon footprint? Yeah, sure. I think we hear the word sustainability a lot or carbon emissions a lot, and a lot of us don't actually know what that means. Um, so we'll try and try and help to give you a visual. I'll try, and, I'll try and give you some information to understand this a little bit better. So in terms of reusing bottles, right by the shampoo and conditioner, so let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, if you are buying a product off the shelf, every month perhaps you need a new bottle of body wash. You're buying a new product every month and you're buying a new plastic bottle every month. Mm -hmm. So at one end of the scale, you're discarding that. You're contributing to uh, that product to the, to the landfill. Maybe you are part of the 10% of people who recycle. Mm -hmm. Wonderful if you are, thank you. Um, but the reality is in, in Hong Kong, only around 10% of plastic actually is recycled. So most of it is ending up in the landfill. And that plastic takes uh, up to 700 years to, to degrade. Wow. So it's going to be sitting there. For a, for a very, very, very long, long time. time. Um, so that, that's, at, that's at one end of the scale. Um, then when, when we're looking at, at using a plastic product, we must also think about how it was created. Mm -hmm. So actually 45% of greenhouse gas emissions are uh, they're generated from the extraction and the manufacture of goods. So pulling those resources from the earth to create plastic, or maybe they're made from chemicals, um, and manufacturing that physical plastic bottle and the liquid that goes inside it. Mm -hmm. So each time you buy a b bottle off the shelf, there's you know you're contributing to that 45% of greenhouse right. gas emissions. Um, if you are reusing the same bottle over and over and over again, um, you you aren't you aren't taking part in that in that economy. So, when we're reusing the same bottle over and over again, um, when we're reusing, it's it's called uh, you're taking part in what's called the circular economy. So, in a circular economy, something is being reused over and over, and um, as opposed to a more linear economy, one way. which is just one straight line, which is extraction. We use it; it's manufactured. We use it, and then it's thrown away. End. <laughs> and it also means that we have to keep on producing and keep on contributing yeah. more carbon emissions in order to keep up with with our demand, right? Exactly. So it, research has shown and experts have proven that to truly make a positive difference, uh, circular economy is the way to go. Right. So why do you think this link is less well known to people? It's not as obvious, I feel, mm. compared to the link between packaging and waste. We don't really think in terms of emissions. Yeah. So, so in in your opinion, why do you think we don't think about it as much? Yeah, I, I think there are a few things. One of them is education. I think a lot more people are more aware of recycling, mm -hmm. perhaps, and especially in more recent years. Um, and it's something that kids learn about at school more. So just e education and, and understanding about that and how we can do it and what the effects are. I think circular economy is a, a new concept for many people. So this, and, and it's not something we're able to engage in, in, a, in a daily on a daily basis, um, which is why accessibility is so important. If you could go to the supermarket that you usually go to and you could refill, 
you would be more likely to refill than if you really had to go out of your way to do it. So yeah, one part is education. I guess another part is accessibility and how often we visually see it or we're able mm. to interact with it. Um, the other part is that it's it's hard to visualize the numbers, I think, when we're told them and, and we don't have a very strong, I guess, emotional connection to right. them. So if I tell you that um, 6.9 million plastic bottles are discarded every day in Hong Kong, you kind of think, wow, that's a big number, okay, but, but, what, is, but what does 6.9 million look like? Mm. Well, 6.9 million plastic bottles a day looks like 90 shipping containers oh my word which is yeah which is is wild and I, and I think those visualizations are really important for yeah. us to understand the impact it's much it's al almost yeah. one bottle it it's almost one bottle per person isn't it <laughs> it's one bottle per person and that's every day that's every day I was I was reading about coffee cups recently as well um Hong Kong discards 400 million coffee cups a year wow. which is the the weight of 400 million coffee cups is equivalent to 1,000 just over 1,000 blue whales so I think when we kind of not trivialize it but yeah. when we when we give it as something that we know of and we can, can we can we can picture we can really understand the impact of that and we can understand that you know, maybe maybe if I do start using a reusable coffee cup or if I do start refilling, I can have mm -hmm. a, a positive uh, impact on, on what's happening. Right, right. Now that Slowwood has been around for a few years, what do you think the reception has been? Do you think that people in Hong Kong are responding well to this low-waste form of shopping? Mm. Yes, I think so. I. Being, being in my job and when I tell people that I work for Slowwood, I'd say 99% of people have heard of Slowwood, wow. which is fantastic. And, and when they do hear that this is where I work, they're really excited as well. Usually the response will be, I love Slowwood. That's um, wonderful. It makes me feel good, but um, it, it, makes me, it makes me feel good knowing that people are loving something that is sustainable and yeah. something that's different and new and a lot of people will go out of their way to come here and buy particular products or mm -hmm. look around and try new things so i i think on the whole um the the brand love for slowwood has has grown hard and fast since launching in 2018 which um it's i've, I've only been here 18 months so i can't <laughs> i can't claim this uh, it's very much a testament to the team and to the founders how how well they've grown this brand. Previously, you mentioned that people aren't just saving the planet when they choose refill. They're also saving money, aren't they? Yeah. Um, do you have some figures that you can tell me about how much people are saving when they choose to shop zero waste? Sure. So when you shop zero waste, you are typically saving 30%. So it's typically 30% cheaper. Um, so that, that's, that's one bonus. You're saving the planet and you're saving your pockets as well. Um, what we've found at Slowwood in terms of consumer behavior in Hong Kong um, is that consumers in Hong Kong value value more than anything else. So more than uh, convenience, for example, or more than uh, brand or, or, or marketing. Um, 
So when it comes to that 30% off, that's very, very attractive. That's extra motivation. Extra motivation. Um, we've recently launched our loyalty app as well. Mm -hmm. So when you shop, you get points, or we call them seeds. Um, and as you collect seeds, you can hit different tiers and you can level up. So you'll start as a sapling and eventually you'll grow up into a plant. It's very cute. Um, so there, and then there are benefits along the way. You can mm -hmm. use those seeds to buy gifts. Um, you can use those seeds to tra you know, transfer them into credit. Um, so there are lots of benefits in that sense as well. So we try and make it, uh, try and reward you for, for making good, healthy decisions as well. And what is the most popular product here for people to choose refill? So the most popular product in terms of, I think what's really interesting is in, in terms of refill, when we first launched, we had these uh, containers. Mm -hmm. you, would, you would physically you physically pump them. It's a little bit hard. It can be a bit messy. Yeah. Um, actually, the wall is under uh, improve, like technical improvements at the moment. Yeah. So if you come in, you'll see we're actually back to... The, the manual, style traditional style. But what is really interesting is that when we moved from this traditional pump style to our refill wall, our sales tripled. Wow. Yeah, so we found that when we improve user experience, we look at the problems that our customers were having before or the barriers that they were facing, which were, you know, they had concerns about hygiene, um, it wasn't very approachable, um, it was physically quite hard. Mm. We addressed those and built our refill wall, and when we did this, our sales tripled. So we've really learned that when we improve the customer's user experience, more people are likely to do to, to do uh, to, to refill. Um, How does this refill wall actually work? Why is it different to the pump style bottle? So it's it's really easy to use. There's lots of different taps on the wall, so there's many different options, and it's it's easy. You just twist the tap. Um, as you would have and it would tap. just flow and then you turn it off exactly. once you've filled up your container you have full control to just twist it off and on when it comes out it's quite fast so it's quite fun it's quite satisfying for it to glug 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 <laughs> it comes out really fast um, and you have yeah you have full control over the liquid coming in and out so it's not you know, it's very unlikely to overfill and go over your hands I'd love to end on this note which is what are some of your personal sustainable tips I like to call them hacks that people can bear in mind when they go out for a weekly grocery shop what are some of your hacks when you want to go out and go for a shop but do it zero waste mm. I think one of the things I personally always do is I always have one of our knit bags which you can see here by the counter I always have one of these knit bags in my handbag or um, yeah, in my bag. They're very small, so they don't take up much room, and you can pull it out. So when someone is asking you, would you like a plastic bag or would you like a bag, you can you say, say no. No. <laughs> um, no, and you have this bag ready to use. They're also, I think they're also really cool. <laughs> yeah, they look great. Yeah, I, I think they look really good as well, which is always a bonus. Um, so I'd say having a, having a knit bag, of course there are other reusable bags you can use, but I find this one is, is very small and lightweight and, and easy to use. And you literally scrunch it up and it's about the size of a tennis ball. It takes up no room yeah. 
if you were to bring it out with you every day. Exactly, and it fills a lot, it expands. It's like a Mary Poppins bag. You can just keep putting things inside. So yeah, one of my recommendations would be a net bag. Um, the other one would be looking at, I guess, everyday products that you're using at home or the things you're using at home a lot. Um, I mentioned that a bamboo toothbrush. I think this is a really easy change. Um, I think use you know the classics using a reusable drink bottle, um, a very wide range of drink bottles here at Slowwood, and there are more and more refill fountains popping up around Hong Kong as well. So you can actually refill that water bottle throughout your day, um, and same goes for coffee. If if you have if you're getting coffee re regularly, um, carrying a reusable coffee cup is a really easy one to do. Um, and, and then, of course, I think shampoo and conditioner and body wash or any of these products that you can start to refill is well, it's cheaper. And, and you use it on a daily basis. So that's something that you're doing every day to cut down on your plastic waste, right? Definitely. It's, it's something you're contributing to regularly. So your, your small steps will really add up to the, the impact that you're having. Are you hopeful that Hong Kong can make the change to low waste or zero waste shopping? I am hopeful. I, I think it is really hard. I think it's a hard job. Um, we're so spoilt for convenience in mm. Hong Kong, which is an amazing thing, but it can also make us a bit lazy. Um, even me, I, I will always admit that I'm not perfect. I don't live a 100% zero waste life. Um, it can be hard in Hong Kong, you know, we don't have, typically we don't have a car, um, we're carrying a lot yeah. of bags and so on. So I, I don't, don't sit out with the goal to become totally zero waste, just sit out with the goal to make some small changes yourself. Um, I think if everyone can adopt this mindset, mindset um, then we, we really can have a great impact. Something I always say is that zero waste isn't about one person doing everything perfectly. It's about millions of us doing mm. it imperfectly. Um, and, and that's something I, I am hopeful for in Hong Kong. And I think with making these products more available and more accessible and, and cheaper, people are more likely to buy them and therefore we can make a difference. Thank you so much, Rebecca. It's been really nice to talk to you and thank you for sharing all your knowledge as well. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. After chatting with Rebecca at Slowwood all about zero waste shopping, I've gotten a bit inspired to go get some groceries without any packaging myself, but I didn't bring any containers out with me, so I've just popped back home now. I'm going to pack up some boxes and bags, and I'll bring them along with me to the store next time. I've got glass jars, plastic boxes, and even a couple of reusable Ziploc bags. I'm going to put them into my tote bag and while I do that I want to update you a little bit about what Rebecca told me earlier. Rebecca has kindly let me know that 400 million coffee cups equates to around 35 blue whales, not the 1,000 that she mentioned earlier. But let's not fret too much about the digits and focus on the point that she's making which is the huge amount of waste and carbon emissions created from our constant need to produce 
use and dispose. And 35 blue whales is no joke. That's an enormous amount to try and visualize. And it really brings home the message about how choosing to go packaging free when you shop can and will make a difference. I hope you've been just as inspired as I have been from my visit to Slowood. And maybe you'll go bring some of your own containers when you go shopping this weekend as well. Next time on Small Steps, Big Impact, I'll be talking about rescuing food waste. But until then, it's goodbye from me. I'm Sally Ho and I'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.